0: You're listening to How to Win with Mike Moore, the podcast that provides you with practical insights on how to win in every arena of life. Hello, I'm Mike Moore, and welcome to the How to Win podcast. These podcasts are based off Second Corinthians chapter 2, verse 14. It says, Now, thanks be unto God who always causes us to triumph in Christ Jesus. Listen. It is how to win time, and I'm excited because we're in my leadership edition. And the purpose of this edition is to inspire and to equip you as a leader and so that you will lead on a high level level regardless to your arena of leadership, regardless to your level of leadership, you're going to be blessed. Now I pastored a church, wonderful church for 42 years and eight months. And we enjoyed, our church enjoyed some success. I want to teach you because the Holy Spirit said to me in this new area of leadership, he said, I want you to expect to coach and to mentor. So in these lessons, these, this leadership edition, I want to have coaching moments with you mentoring moments with you and I'll be transparent. I'm going to be sharing out of my experience of having done some things right, but unfortunately, like most leaders, I've done some things wrong. But you're going to learn, and you're not going to make the mistakes that I made. So we're talking on the main subject, the essence of leadership. This series has several parts, and we're on, our subtopic is what. Is leadership and this is our fifth lesson we want to get on the same page what is leadership now when I uh, put these lessons together I really had prepared to teach every definition that I had on leadership in one session But the Holy Spirit slowed me down, and I've been just trotting along, sharing each definition. And I want you to listen very carefully. I believe it's going to be a blessing to you. So what is leadership? Let's go to our fourth definition of leadership. What is leadership? Number four, leadership. This is our fourth definition. Leadership is the capacity to care... And in caring to liberate the ideas, energy, and capacity of others. That's a pretty long definition, so I'll give it to you again. Leadership is the capacity to care, and in caring to liberate the ideas, energy, and capacity of others. Now, if you've been on this journey and leadership is a journey, it's not an event nor is it a destination, but it is a journey. If you've been on this journey with me and can think back through our prior definitions, there is a common theme that runs through these definitions. And the common theme is that leadership is about others others is rush is flowing through each definition so i give it to you again this fourth definition of leadership is leadership is the capacity to care and in caring to liberate the ideas energy and capacity of others Now, I have a proof text. These lessons, these leadership lessons are based off biblical principles. I believe that the word of God is the answer, and it is the answer for leadership. Our proof text for this definition is Matthew chapter 9, verse 36 through chapter 10, verses 1 and 5. That's Matthew chapter 9, verse 36 through chapter 10, verse 1 and verse 5. i give you an overview of what's happening in the text. The Bible says that when Jesus saw the multitude, he was moved with compassion for them, for the multitude, because they were weary and scattered like sheep having no shepherd. Then he said to his disciples, the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. He turned to his disciples and said, now you pray that the Lord of the harvest will send forth laborers into his harvest. In verse in chapter 10, verse one and five, it says, and when he called his disciples, his 12 to him, he gave them power to cast out unclean spirits and he gave them power to heal all kinds of sickness and disease these, this 12, Jesus sent for. That's an overview of the text. Now, in this text, there are three powerful insights. And I want to give you some mentoring moments, whether you are uh, the leader of your home or the leader of an organization, the leader of a business you're a leader at work, leader at school. These are gems for leadership growth and development. Number 1, and I'm taking these from the definition and from the text. Number 1, leadership is caring about people. Now let's let's meditate on that. Leadership is caring about people say that say that after me leadership is caring about people now that's that's one of the main insights i want you to take home today leadership is caring about people leadership is caring about people Leadership, if you're going to be in leadership and be effective as a leader, you must care about people. But what is caring about people? Caring about people involves three things. It involves their need, three words, need, listening, support. Need, listening, support. Needs, listening, support. Every person on planet Earth, every person has five basic needs. There is a spiritual need that we have. There is a mental, emotional need that we have. There are physical needs that we have. There are financial or material needs that we have. And then there are relational needs, relationships, social needs that we all have. Now, when you care about people, you have to understand that people have needs and you have to care about their needs. But how do you and I as leaders become aware of people's specific needs? We become aware of their specific needs by listening. Listening is the key to awareness of others' needs. Now, needs, listening, support. Support. Is The manifestation of care. Now you can say, well, I care about my uh, spouse or I care about my children. I care uh, about my subordinates or I care about my staff or my team or I care about people. But care, remember this care is always manifested through support, not just words not just intent. Care is always manifested through support. So leadership is about caring about people, needs, listening, support. Now, let's unpack this first statement, this first insight. Leadership is about caring about people. Okay, what people? What people? When we go back to our text, we see two groups of people in juxtaposition. The Bible says that when he saw the multitude He was moved with compassion for them. So we have the multitude. Then the text says that he said to his disciples. So we have two groups in juxtaposition. We have the multitudes, and then we have Jesus' disciples. So leadership is about caring about people. Leadership is about caring about what people, the people you're trying to reach, the multitude, the people you care about, the people you're trying to reach. You have to care about the people that you're trying to reach. But secondly, you have to care about the people helping you to reach the people. And the people helping you to reach the people is your team. So you have to care about the people that you're trying to reach. And then you have to care about the people helping you or your team. The people you're trying to reach, the people who are on your team. And now let's stop there for a minute. Let's stop there and give some context to this. Let's say you're a a business leader. And as a business leader, you have to care about people. You have to care about the people in business that you're trying to reach your customers, your clients. You have to care about them, and you care about the people that you're trying to reach, your customers, your clients, by understanding that your customers and your clients have needs. You become aware of your customers' needs by listening to them it may be through a survey but you're going to listen to them and that causes you to become aware of their needs now support is always a manifestation of care so you want to know what your customer needs you want to you want to listen to your customers and then you want to give your customers support that's in a business context but remember, care is not just about the people you're trying to reach. Care is about your team. You're caring about your team. Your team is helping you to reach the customer. It may be the staff that you have, it may be your volunteers, it may be the ha- employees. But you have to, as a leader, care about your team. So your team. Your team has needs. Think about that. Your team has needs. So how are you going to become aware of the needs of your team? You become aware by listening to your team. And then you have to give support to your team. Now, I came, most of my career was in the church world. So let's put this caring in the context of the church world. It's caring about people. As a pastor, I had to care. And you if you're a pastor, you have to care about people. You have to understand as a pastor, a ministerial leader of some sort, that people have needs. The the people that you're trying to reach have needs. It may be the people in your community. It may be the people outside of your church, but they have needs and you have to listen to the community. You have to listen to the people that you're trying to reach outside of your church. And then as a pastor or a leader, you want to give support to the people that you're trying to reach, your community. You have to give some kind of support. So you have to decide what is the need that God wants you to meet through your local church. And then you listen To that customer, your community, and then you provide support. But as a pastor, and maybe you're a pastor, you have to care about your team. So, in my context, as a pastor, my team was my employees, my staff, my team was my volunteers. Watch this now. And my team was my church members. They are all a part of the team who are helping me as pastor to reach the community. So my team has needs. In other words, my staff has needs, my employees have, they have needs, my volunteers have needs, and my Church members who are part of my team, they have needs. And so you have to listen and you have to give support to your team. So this first statement, I hope you're following me now. This first statement is leadership is caring about people, the people you're trying to reach, but caring about your team. Now, I want to add something, another layer to this first point of caring about people. If your team feels cared for, they will be more motivated to care for the people that you're trying to reach. Uh, This is good. This is good information. Now, if your team feels cared for. You know you got the people you're trying to reach, but you have a team helping you to reach the people you are trying to reach. If your team feels cared for, they will be more motivated to care for the people you are trying to reach. On the other hand, when you don't care about your team then your team will become self-focused. When you don't care about your team, your team becomes self-focused. For example, let's say you're a leader, you're a business owner, you have a store, and you have people working in your store, and your desire is to reach your customers. You want to bless your customers. You want to provide the needs of your customers. But you're having employees or workers in your store. You want your workers to care about the customer. But if your workers don't feel that you care about them, they won't be motivated to care for the people that you're trying to reach. I hope that makes sense. So the first point from our text is that leadership is caring about people, caring about the people that you're trying to reach, but also caring about your team. Now, let's get another insight from our text. Matthew chapter 9, verse 36 through the 10th chapter, verse 1 and verse 5. Here's a, here's a second insight that I want to drop on you. Listen at this in growing environments, in growing environments, teams, we talked about the leader caring, but in growing environments, teams are inclusive. They don't possess an exclusive club mentality, I'm gonna say this again. And, and you're gonna to have to go back and listen to this because this is gonna help you. Now, in growing environments, teams are inclusive. In growing environments, I'm talking about your team. In growing environments, teams are inclusive. They don't possess an exclusive club mentality. Now, what am I saying? I am saying that the mentality of your team is important. Sometimes as leaders, we're trying to reach others. We're trying to bless others. But we often have a team that's out of alignment with us. In other words, there has to be an alignment between your vision and your values and your team vision and your team's value. And so, if you're a leader, your team has to have an inclusive mentality. Now, here I'm talking about the fact that in order to do things big, you're going to have to have great teams. And usually you start off with a smaller team, but that team has to grow if you're going to reach more people. So the team's mentality is important. The mentality of your team. So if you have a team that has an exclusive club mentality, others that God wants to give you to reach the people you're trying to reach, your team will block them out. Your team will push them away. Now, how, how did you draw this from the text? I drew this from the text because Jesus said, after seeing the multitude, we know he cared because the Bible said he saw the multitude. He was moved with compassion. He realized that they were weary and fainted. He recognized that they were like sheep having no shepherd. But then he turned to his disciples. Now watch this. And he said to the disciples, the harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. What is he doing? He's coaching his team. He wants his team to understand we can't do this by ourselves. Just you and us 12 can't reach the, all the people we're trying to reach. The harvest is too great just for us. The harvest is plenteous, but the laborers are few. We have only Twelve. We have only thirteen laborers. Jesus said, "Me and you, twelve. We need more laborers. We gotta have more laborers." Now, think about it. He wants them to care the way he cares, but he wants his team to have an, an inclusive mentality because the team need more laborers. Remember, later on, he calls seventy others. So now you have twelve and now you got 70 of us the team has grown but the 12 had to have an inclusive mentality not this exclusive club mentality so as a leader you can't just be concerned about your care and your mentality you have to be concerned about the mentality of your team so this second insight in growing environments Teams are inclusive. They don't possess an exclusive mentality. Now, here's a third a third point from the text. Remember, leadership is caring about people, is caring about people. Here's the third point I want you to get in this lesson today. Teams that are inclusive of others, Don't lose power. They gain power. Now watch this. Team, talk about your team, because if you're going to do great things, leaders, you got to have a great team. They have to have the right mentality and you have to help them, coach them, mentor, it, mentor them to have the right mentality. Because if they don't have the right mentality, they don't want anybody else to join the club. So God may want to bring you some other f- people to help you to bring your vision to pass, but your team will push them away. Got it? Now watch this. So you want your teams to understand this third thing. Teams that are inclusive of others, that are inclusive. They want others to come on the team. They, They recruit others to be a part of the team. Now watch this. Teams that are inclusive of others, They don't lose power, and you have to tell your team that. You're not going to lose power. You're going to gain power. Now, where did you get that from the text? The Bible says that Jesus saw the multitude. He cared. The Bible says Jesus looked at his disciples and said, we need more on our team. The laborers of food, the harvest is great. We need more. But in the 10th chapter, verse 1 and verse 5, it says that when he called his 12 disciples, that's his team, he gave them, his team, power over unclean spirits to cast them out. And he gave his team power to heal all kinds of sicknesses and all kinds of diseases. And then he set his team forth. Now notice, Jesus wanted the disciples to have an inclusive mentality because we need more laborers. Well, once they had that mentality, They didn't lose power. They gained power. He gave them authority to cast out. He gave them authority. So watch this. Your team will have to share with others that come on the team. But they're not going to lose power by sharing. They're going to gain power. They're going to gain power. Because the more people that you reach, the more responsibility that they're going to have, even though you're sharing that. And think about it. If it's a business or a church, you're going to have more resources because you're reaching more people. Things are going to be better off for them. Maybe their salaries, their income can go up. Because they're reaching more, helping more, blessing more, more revenue is coming in, more income is coming in. So they're not losing power, they're gaining power. Now remember as I close, what we said the paradox of power is, the paradox of power. The paradox of power is that you become more powerful when you give your power away. You become more powerful when you give your power away. That's true if you're a leader. That's true if you're on the team. Jesus was the leader. He gave his power away. He got more power. He didn't lose power. He gained more respect. He gained more honor. He gained more influence as he gave his power away. But then the team, they gave their power away to 70 others. They began to share the load with 70 others on the team. And they didn't lose their power. They still had the power to go out and do the works of Jesus. But that anointing increased on them. And later on, watch this, they became the foundation of the church. Think about that. He built the whole church around these 11, these 12 men, but they had to give away the power. Then when Jesus went back, they entered into their ministries. So they didn't lose power. They gained power. So the paradox, the paradox of power is that you become more powerful when you give your power away. I have to close now, but I want you to remind you of something that, that the apostle Paul said to Timothy. He said, consider these things and the Lord will give you understanding. You're going to have to go back you're gonna to have to listen to this. There was some jewels. There was there was some real spiritual jewels that I dropped on you today. That will take your leadership to another level. But you have to go back and you have to meditate, and then the Holy Spirit will give you understanding. Listen, I, I'm I'm finished. I, I'll see you next time. But remember, my Thursday podcast. I'm talking about leading yourself, and you want to stay tuned to that. I gotta go, but I pray that you have a wonderful rest of the week.